Hello and welcome to the Thanks for Chatting podcast. I'm your host Sarah and if this is your first time listening, a very big welcome to you and if you've returned for another listen, welcome back and thank you so much for your continued support. Once again, I have been overwhelmed by the support of you all and again, Nolene's message really seemed to resonate with you all, which is just awesome. I really have been blessed to have had two amazing guests in my first two podcasts and today's guest is no different, but more of that in a moment. I just wanted to acknowledge all the lovely messages I've received as well as the messages my guests have received. It seems they have been overwhelmed with positivity and support as well because it really seems that despite the plethora of podcasts out there, there is still a need for people to listen to ordinary people who are just going about their days, being as true to themselves as they can. So I am planning on doing um, a few more episodes with some pretty awesome people. So if you like the podcast, you might like to consider subscribing to it in iTunes or on SoundCloud, and that way you can be the first to listen to an episode as soon as a new one airs. You may also like to join the Studio Mind and Learning Facebook page to to keep up to date with happenings and and maybe you'll come across something that you need to hear on any given day. But for now, that's enough from me and I will move on to introduce my next guest, Miranda Petz. Miranda is a real go-getter who is very much living an authentic life and chasing her dreams and helping others reach theirs. She's a part-time vet nurse, passionate animal rights advocate, small business owner with her relatively new raw active gym that she opened with a friend. And she also runs a transformational program um, which works one-on-one with people and is also available online. And that teaches participants about metabolic precision It offers personal training and it focuses on holistic health and I'm sure she'll tell us more about that in the interview. Miranda has been on a big journey of self-discovery both mentally and physically. She's undergone career change, embraced plant-based eating and she's learnt to embrace her body and build her self-confidence and she's discovered that she can truly be her best self and be loved and respected. This is one story that I think you will really enjoy. So let's meet Miranda. And welcome, Miranda. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you, Sarah. Very excited to be on the line. Uh, I'm so excited to have you. Um, I've been really looking forward to this chat because obviously I've only just started to get to know you. So for our listeners' benefit, um, I met Miranda a couple of months ago at a wellness expo and she has since become my personal trainer for probably about the last eight weeks. So um, I've been hearing snippets of your life, haven't I? But we haven't really had that time to sort of unpack everything. So I'm very, very excited. But, you know, you should be ready for this question because I <laughs> ask everybody at the beginning. So I'm going to start right with... Miranda Pets, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 
big opener question, like the other <laughs> ladies said as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, pretty much who I am. I think I'm a, a mixture of a bit of everything, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. So I do live in Albury, so I am a country girl at heart. Um, so I've always just loved being out in the open space and just love country life. Um, never been a big city girl, completely opposite to my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but mainly just a huge lover of all things health and fitness, um, which I haven't been all my life, um, probably the last five or six years now, um, and just have a huge passion for empowering women um, just from a lot of struggles that I've had in the past and also just um, a huge love for animals, being a country girl as well, um, but always mm. ever since I was a young age um, have had a really big love for animals. Um, you know, I had all these little toys when I was younger, all the horse animals, and, um, yeah, so that's kind of helped me for my passions today. Um, yeah. And then also, I suppose, with the fitness and health um, and then making that transition to being vegan too. So, um, so much going on, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so much. <laughs> it's, it, it is amazing. Like you really do have this very diverse personality, which is fantastic. And there's just so many parts to you. Like when you think about what you have just said, you've mm-hmm. already covered animals, so you're a vet nurse. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, you, you, you do the gym work. There, there is just so much. But I, I do want to touch on that in a lot more detail. But yes, with everything you've said, so what I'm hearing, health, fitness, animals, country, you know, empowerment, mm-hmm. wellness, how does that tie into a life philosophy for you? Oh, well, my life philosophy, um, yeah, because, like I've said, because I've gone through a lot in my own journey, mm. um, the biggest Thing that I, I feel like I just follow um, one of the ladies that you also did a podcast on said this as well, but following your heart. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the biggest things for me is whenever something arises and things change so much, I just seem to listen to my um, intuition and really dig deep and take a moment and think, okay, where is um, this life taking me or my purpose taking me and it does really takes you on quite a big journey and even mm. some things that come up I wouldn't think you know I think back a couple of years ago and go oh I didn't think I'd be doing that at that age and it kind of shocks me but then I think everything sort of happens for a reason yeah um, and Isn't it, I'm, yeah. I'm here I've heard a lot of that um the yeah. first three guests are, are definitely yeah. believers in that everything happens for a reason and and that's got to make things just a little bit easier I guess if if you're willing to sort of say I don't know what the life lesson is yet perhaps mm-hmm. but I believe one day I'll know does that kind of fit your philosophy yeah definitely and I just think because all these things are starting to tie in together now like I had that love for animals and then it's fitness and then so Mm. now it's sort of that vegan bikini bodybuilder that I um, am working on at the moment and I think that's trying to inspire others to do the same and just being you know there for the animals and being there for people like just helping all beings really like I think um, yeah yeah, one of my purposes is to help others um, yeah and I I suppose it's just yeah um, helping people that that need it I suppose but yeah still learning along the way as well. It's amazing to me that uh, you know, when we counsel in particular students into, you know, thinking about what career path they might take, we always say, you know, we'll start by thinking what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. 
And boy, aren't you the embodiment of that. <laughs> yeah, wow, and that's like the I'm, thing. Back at school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I remember mm. being in year, um, I think it was, yeah, year 11 or 12, and I was very, very lucky in getting offered to um, work at a vet clinic, and I knew that was such a hard job to get into, but mm. I didn't know what I wanted to do. All my friends were going to university, and I thought, what am I going to do? And I wasn't really good at school, so I, I was quite stuck at that point. And then I thought, oh, I'll just give it a go. I've always sort of been that, oh, okay, or, you know, I'll say yes to new opportunities. And it was just, you know, cleaning poo. It was a kennel hand job. (laughs) And then, you know, it started like that and now look where I am. So, um, yeah. yeah. Amazing. (laughs) So so the vet nurse became first. So, And and let's just Mm -hmm. recap for our listeners because we've said a lot to begin with. And, (laughs) I mean, you've talked about bikini model. You've talked mm-hmm. about health and fitness, PT, vet nurse, you're still cleaning stables. Is there any other jobs you're doing <laughs> that we that we perhaps need to know about? Because that is an enormous uh, no, I think I, I think that's all. <laughs> you yeah, couldn't fit I think anything if I did else too much in. more, yeah. No, I need to have that time for myself as well. And, yes. you know, I am at the moment hustling a little bit more than what I'd like, but sometimes, you know, you do have to do what you've got to do and, um, you know, there's bills to pay and I've sort of set myself some goals and, and quite big goals. Um, mm-hmm. So there has been some sacrifices, but, yeah, that, that that's all for the moment. We'll yeah. see what happens next year. <laughs> yeah, look, it's great. So, look, t- tell us about Raw Active. So you started Raw mm-hmm. Active with a friend that you, you, you met and, and what obviously Obviously discovered that you had similar philosophies around health and fitness. Yeah, so this happened so quick at the end of last year. So, um, like, mm-hmm. uh, for the, like I said, the last five years I've had developed this um, strong passion for health and fitness. Mm-hmm. And um, so I met Natalie at a we were doing our yoga course together, and we we're actually put together as partners to put together sequences. And um, so we just got along so well, and we worked a lot together. And yep. just we were both so we had um, similar values and similar personalities, and as in we were so nervous doing our um, yoga sequences and being able to teach yoga to, um, you know, all these people. And, um, yeah, it kind of just a bond formed from that. And, yeah, at the end of last year I wanted to be my – I've always wanted to be my own um, boss and I've always wanted to – to be, you know, to open up a business. It's kind of been, I didn't think I'd be doing it at 26, but Mm. um, this space came about in Levington um, near Albury and my friend just said, I'll come and check out this space. I was going to open up my own little room next to my dad's shop, which which was going to be quite cheap rent. But then um, (laughs) she's like, oh, you know, come and and have a look at this. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to afford this rent. And we had a look at this space and it was just beautiful. And both of us were like, oh, you know, we could do this here and I could do that over there and um, I didn't realize at the time that she was thinking about being her own boss as well Um, so yeah she sent me a message that night after we had a look at this beautiful space and she's like hey do you want to if you want that space I'll go in with you and I just thought yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a I good opportunity. I to do it on my own. Yeah. yeah. So the opportunity arose and it just really grew from there and we just started planning together and, we again, we just had that same idea. We wrote everything down, planned it out, 
Yeah. And it, we just made it came to life and yeah, we just, yeah, get along so well. And it's been, I think the best decision we've ever made. Yeah. And look, it is a really great space, isn't it? And the name really mm-hmm. suits it, that whole raw yeah. thing. It, it's got kind of an industrial vibe to it, doesn't it? Like that real yes. raw sort of New York industrial kind of um, loft space, I think. Yes. That's um, exactly how we like to describe it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Like, you know, that it's got a really, really nice vibe. So look, it's it's obvious to, you know, most people that diet and exercise are really important for your physical health. Tell mm-hmm. us how important you think the two are for mental health. Oh, definitely. Like in my own journey, I've learned a lot from um, diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, back in the day, I didn't have any structure at all. I kind of grew up in your typical, um, you know, we had dessert every night. We had dinner, uh, which was, you know, your three meat and veg and sandwiches, all that kind of thing. And, you know, I just grew up having food and treats and snacks and takeaway. Didn't think anything of it until, you know, it did get to a point where um, I did go through a really dark time and I was quite, um, I wasn't diagnosed with depression, but I did yep. feel like I was quite close to it. Yeah, um, so like low I mood kind of thing. Oh, definitely. And yep. I was bullied a bit through school as well. And it put me, I went through this really dark space um, in time, which I, I think, you know, your struggles make you stronger. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't be where I am today without those struggles, I feel. But when I actually took a step forward and I kind of reached this dark spot where I thought I needed to make a change, I needed to do something yep. and it was actually just going to a PT. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with weight training. It scared the hell out of me. And um, yeah. yeah, my first PT session, you know, I, I know the feeling. I, it, <laughs> definitely so it was a scary first step but then just from you know exercising moving my body and how I just felt so much better instantly and it was kind of like you know more people need to experience this what it can Mm. do for you and my headspace started to clear up yeah that and look that's amazing and I think that has got to give you such amazing insight and empathy for clients mm-hmm. now who are coming oh, um, definitely because you really do sell the holistic yes model don't you yeah and that's the thing I've seen you know that many diets out there and me like myself personally because I was quite in a down spot and I tried every diet out there literally everything yeah, um, right. and know that I was just spending all this money and it wasn't it was like I would maybe receive a meal plan online I'll receive you know pay a hundred bucks and get this and get that but it would be you know this 100 grams of oats, like it would just be a meal plan. I'd never knew how to actually put it in place and they never lasted. It wasn't lifestyle. So I wanted to sort of, um, and that's why I did my studies in metabolic precision because that was all about lifestyle and not just this is what you're going to eat. It's okay, how can we change your habits? How can we change your lifestyle to make better decisions and baby steps, not change everything completely and Mm. all these little six-week quick fixes and pills and, oh, it was just you know, wow. trying to yeah, yeah. find something a bit healthier. <laughs> yeah, and and it's interesting because so the metabolic precision program itself, you, you're still allowed to eat meat and dairy and things mm-hmm. like that, aren't you, in moderation. Yeah. But you yourself are a vegan so are, or you, you certainly, yes. you're plant-based, aren't you? Yes, that's right. Yeah, okay. So, so tell me how and 
this quite amazed me. Like I saw some images of, you know, Osher Ginsburg um, this week who, for those of you who don't know, he's, you know, on The Bachelor, he's written a book and all these things. But I was surprised to read that he was on the cover of Men's Health magazine and he's the first person ever to be on the cover that is a plant-based eater that is a Mm. vegan because most people in your industry believe you must eat meat to get that lean body mass and muscle. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I get that question all the time. (laughs) He's really selling um, plant-based eating for you. You know, that's... um, Oh, it's it's fantastic that they can show more. It's it's becoming more well-known and people are realising the health benefits of it. So it's fantastic that you're starting to see them on magazines and people transitioning that are well-known celebrities and and inspiring others as well. So it's definitely um, becoming a lot more popular. (laughs) Yeah, I just found that really interesting. So how do you go um, working with a program that involves meat and and dairy if if you um, are a vegan and you're a vegan for ethical reasons, correct? Yes, yes, definitely. So how do you go with that? Is it just a matter of, um, look, you respect other people's right to choose and you just hope they respect Mm -hmm. yours? Is that sort of... Where it's yeah, that, that's the thing. I am actually, um, you know, working on like with the metabolic precision guidelines and everything, you can mm-hmm. still, that's a great thing about it. You can apply that to any meal that you have, to anything you eat. Um, the yeah. rules that you learn through the program, you can apply that to any dietary needs. So whether you're paleo, whether you're anything at all. So I think it's fantastic how they can cater for such a large amount of people. Yeah. Um, in the program, they do have sort of example recipes and things like that. A majority of them are meat. So mm-hmm. I do hope in the future to see that change to having, um, like they have a vegetarian section right. um, and meal, meals that are vegan, but they don't necessarily say that they are vegan, but a vegetarian section. But I would love to be able to um, work with Metabolic Precision. And um, so Dr. Paul Cribb that mm-hmm. um, invented Metabolic Precision, be able to work with him in creating some more vegan recipes um, just to help people. But that's the thing is um, with the program, it's being able to have your first class proteins, um, which yep. if you're vegan, there's so many out there. So many people think that, you know, vegans don't get enough protein and you can't gain muscle being vegan. Um, yep. But it's having your, you know, your first class source of protein. So the highest protein content. So tofu, tempeh, beans, um, there's there's so many different sources out there. Um, and then meat eaters, they'll still get their protein as well from their meat and things like that. Um, like yeah, salmon having, and yeah, things salmon, like that. Yeah, um, lean, lean beefs and things like that. So I never, um, you know, being a vegan um, and, you know, doing my bodybuilding competitions and things like that, um, mm. people say, oh, do you hate meat eaters? And I say, no, like I used to be a meat eater. So I yeah. find it's great being able – the program is very heavily based on eating a lot more plant foods uh, along with the protein as well. So really bulking up your meals, yep. um, making sure you're full, but really explaining the benefits of increasing plant food over time and in- slowly increasing your meals to help with your metabolism. So it's yeah. fantastic. There's so much science behind it and I could talk about it for ages. <laughs> But it is um, great how it can, um, you know, cater to so many different people. Yeah, and and look, the name says it all, doesn't it? So obviously, yes. you are teaching people to make healthy cho- healthy choices mm-hmm. that allow mm-hmm. you to utilize your metabolism yes. when it's at at its highest level. So yes, you and look that's at- when transformation happens. It's mm-hmm. not sort of you're do- 
doing the program to look a certain way. Like obviously some people are unhappy with how they look, but it's being able to change your lifestyle and having all these amazing foods and your body changes because of that, yep. um, which is, I think, fantastic. Yeah. It, it certainly sounds interesting from a um, scientific point of view. Now, um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, you're my PT and have been for mm-hmm. eight weeks. Um, I do my own healthy eating program, as you know, so I don't do the metabolic precision as such, but I'm yes. always fascinated to listen to it and um, sort of get a bit of an understanding of this whole system. Yes. But what yes. um, I found really fascinating is, um, you know, talking to some of the other women and, and listening to what you say and, and obviously just from general understanding, like establishing mm-hmm. a good relationship is the mm-hmm. absolute key to getting the best out of um, work with a personal trainer from what yes. I can see. So what I'm wondering is with all of these people that you meet and and mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about the women because I've only met the women that you're working with, um, mm-hmm. but what would you say are some of the biggest roadblocks that clients that you've had over your years as a PT, what are the biggest mm-hmm. roadblocks that they face when they first come to you? Because, Miranda, I'm just thinking for people that listen to this and for people that come to see me in my practice and say, I really want to get fit and healthy, but what, what are some of the buts? Like, <laughs> what, what confidence can you give them that it really is as simple as just asking for that help? Definitely. So what the main one that I get a lot of is, but I don't have the time, but I'm a mother, but I work three jobs, but I, um, you know, I've got a very busy lifestyle. Um, A lot of people think that um, being healthy and, um, you know, weight training and taking care of your body takes a lot of your time up when in Mm -hmm. fact um, it doesn't need to be. A lot of people think um, for some reason it's happened that people need to be working out, um, you know, two hours a day or they need to always increase their exercise and they need to be doing ridiculous amounts of cardio and um, you know it doesn't have to be like that so it's really being able to be smart about your choices um, Mm -hmm. and always yeah doing your research um, is the biggest thing too and you know listening to your body I love that saying Um, but yeah exercise you know weight training a lot of the girls they come in um, and you know and for yourself like you're you're Mm. only doing you know your two weight sessions per week and already you know feeling different and and that's the thing it's doing it in a smart way and you know with your meals and the food nutrition and all of that it's taking those baby steps so it's giving them the confidence that you know we'll get there it's just little steps at a time and not a big change overall which they think they have to do at the at the very start well that's it and it's about having a conversation and discovering your goals isn't it like I I went into you and said I just want some strength. I, I don't need, you know, I don't want to be smaller or bigger mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. I just, I said, I just want to be yes. stronger, feel stronger um, and, and weight is something that I haven't done. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I just, I didn't know where to start. And, yes. Um, yes. you know, as you were saying, like I go and I do really four exercises uh, twice mm-hmm. a week so I'm doing a total of eight and it really is workable isn't it you, you can find that time yes. to do that 
Yeah, and, and that's it. And so many people just don't know at the start how what their intensity should be, how many reps, what exercises. They have no idea. So it's really mm-hmm. being able to make things simple and go, okay, this is your goals, um, which, yeah, is the one thing that I always chat because there's no point in me giving someone a certain type of program if their goal is to be, you know, completely opposite. And yeah. then it's just learning as they go. And that's why it is if you're so, if you're, you know, you're stuck in where you are, it is so important to ask for help. Um, you know, don't be scared to ask for help for sure yeah look definitely and one of the things that I've um, you know seen you do up close is that you're very big on celebrating the female form and encouraging Mm -hmm. women to embrace their bodies and I really (laughs) love that Um, you've mentioned before about you know some dark days you've had so Mm -hmm. is this something that you've had to work at embracing your own body or have you always had a good relationship with your body um how's I mean goodness when you say bikini model now that I know (laughs) fear into some people it it shouldn't but it does that's our reality so tell us how how all this happened and, and how you've come to have this relationship with your body that's really positive yeah, so yeah, back in the day, I had a, a terrible relationship with my body. Um, yeah, especially at high school, um, mm-hmm. you're 11 and 12. And just having that bit of bullying, I, I never felt I was good enough. Um, right. You know, I, I'm quite a tall girl as well. And I just felt like I was different. And like I said, going through those darker times, I remember, you know, the way I was feeling and always comparing myself and all of my friends were so little and sporty and petite. Um, so, and I don't, I think it was social media as well. Facebook just started to come about um, right. back in the day. So, I was letting myself get down because of this and, um, you know, I had a relationship breakup and that's kind of where I hit boiling point and being Mm -hmm. really down, very negative on myself. It pushed me over and um, I thought, you know, this is, this was my lowest point and just comparing it was, it was just a horrible, um, horrible time. Yeah. And that's when I did take that first step and thought, you know, I need to get myself better. I need to work on me and not worry about anyone else. Yep. Um, so just taking time off um, social media and I kind of just had to sort of sit down and think, what am I going to, what is my plan? Um, and then, like I said, starting just my personal training sessions started to make my mindset just more healthier and I started to think a bit more positive and that's pretty much as soon as I met my PT it was through the metabolic precision program so it started talking about lifestyle and nutrition and the importance of um, you know eating breakfast just simple little things like that um, and, and just making me feel better and because I went through that time as I got a bit older and um, started to transition from being a vet nurse and um, my good friend allowed me to be a PT at his gym at the time Mm -hmm. and I wanted women to feel um, like when I was feeling my best self, I wanted other women to feel um, that way as well and to know that they can get out of that dark hole. Yeah. Um, And I still do have, like, even through my journey as well, when I sort of reached that point of getting into fitness, you know, through your journey, it's I I always love to say it's to enjoy the journey because you still will have your down times. It's not going to be completely, they will come back to you and those feelings, but it's being able to be able to get straight back out of it and not dwelling in them and continually trying to improve on yourself. So I just want others to know that they 
um, you know, if I can do it, anyone can. So um, and that's why it I'm is so passionate such a good message. It. Yeah, like mm. I love that you said enjoy the journey because let's yes, face that's it, my life motto. It, it, it's, <laughs> my it's quote. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, there's an end point and nothing gets better after that, which is exactly. just ridiculous. And yeah. plus, you, you set yourself something that you think, okay, I'll achieve this, and that's it. I'll, everything will be perfect, and that's mm-hmm. unrealistic. It's about enjoying. But let's just take a step back. So, you are doing what lots of people um, dream of doing, and you're not saying it's easy, but you're doing it. So, you yep. basically said that you had a relationship breakdown that you didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you had, you know, some dark times where you had really low self-esteem, you were not happy mm-hmm. with your body, you were looking at a career change and so you actually just did it. It's, you you yeah. actually just went, <laughs> okay, I need time out off social media, which I'd really love you to unpack for me because I think that's really powerful. Yes. You changed your career but you did it in stages so that you could mm-hmm. afford it, etc. Um, you engaged in positive thinking, you changed your diet, you changed your exercise, you you know, embracing all this positive thinking and mm-hmm. now you're still working towards this dream because you're still supplementing what you're doing by working in other jobs to keep paying your bills, et cetera, and that. Yes. But, but you know, but tell me because I know so many people who listen um, to me or come and see me just want to know how do you take that leap and is the risk worth it? Like you've made some even mm. changes when life was pretty shitty. Yeah, that's that's it. I feel whenever I'm given an opportunity, like you said, like I seem to just take that leap for it. Um, I do sit down and I kind of do, you know, think what's the pros of this? What's the cons? And mm. I always go, I, I don't know, there's a saying that I kind of think in my own head and think, you know, if I if I don't do it, I'll yep. never know. Like, and if, it, if I do it, the worst that can happen is I can always go back to where I was beforehand. So with my vet nursing, I there was this point where it was, okay, do I give up this very stable full-time job that yeah. I'm doing? And, you know, my mum was so proud of me for being a vet nurse. And, yeah. um, you know, when I told people that I wanted to be a personal trainer, it kind of the vibe that I got from them was like I was kind of going backwards, yeah. which to me I thought I was I was just so excited to <laughs> you know be a personal trainer because my PT, what he could do and he could, you know, he's getting paid to help people. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. But, and, um, and now so, you are. I know. And then, <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely crazy to look back at it. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I thought just you just got to go for it. And um, it, looking back now, there's no decision I've made that I've, regretted um it's yeah. all it's, I think if you've got to believe in yourself and that's the thing if it's your passion and you can feel you know you think about it in your heart you feel it in your heart it's, it's yes that's the correct choice for you you just got to not listen to the others um yeah. and my mum she's so proud of me like my whole family's very proud of me now but I think they were just worried for me going from something so stable and from a yeah, PT job yeah. where you get paid from the people that, um, you know, it's not per hour. If, you know, you have a client yes. that cancels on you or can't come, it's you don't get paid. So yes, yeah. It's, if you're passionate about it, it will work. You've just got to keep keep at it. Yeah, I think it, it's amazing. And, mm. I mean, as I said before, let's not forget you've gone from somebody who had, you know, body image issues to, to being a bikini model. Um, yeah. Like, 
For goodness sake. I mean, what on earth is involved in preparation? Like I've sprung you finishing a training oh. session before and <laughs> you seem to be really knocking the training out of the park and working with enormous strength and motivation. But what is involved in getting ready like for a competition? Yeah, so yeah, the reason that I wanted to be a bikini model was just having that huge, scary goal. I love, um, you know, really pushing outside of your comfort zone. And for me, like back in the day, I would never picture myself doing that. And, you know, through the changes and the relationship breakdown, I really wanted to go, okay, can I do this? Let's put, a, you know, let's do a mission and see if this can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's I, I just love it. I love the journey through it, um, yep. which, you know, there's no point in doing it if you, you know, because obviously you do have to be quite strict as in you know you can't eat pizza you can't yes (laughs) Um, you've got you do have to make some sacrifices through it um and I have learned the correct way to do it and um you know the non-correct way how to do it I've done it both ways and um Mm -hmm. yeah so the with you know being a bikini model there there is some um, negativity drawn towards that because of a very high restriction um but to me it's about doing it in a healthy way and that's something I'm um you know in at the moment um, planning on competing next year right. so your weight training is a must um, and making sure that you are giving it 110 um, percent obviously having the correct form not focusing on the weight as such yeah um, but yeah really knuckling down on your nutrition and as you you know become closer towards the dates it's um, oh, it's just knowing that you're getting close to that goal, you pick up the intensity anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, I but, mean, it's yeah. huge. It's huge. Yes. And, I, and I love that you, um, you know, you've talked to me before about like destroying stereotypes about model, what models should look like, you know. And, yes. And how over the last couple of decades we have just seen models just look so differently um Mm -hmm. and and society seems to tell us what we should be embracing at any given time and like you really smash all stereotypes I've I've seen you in the studio (laughs) you know you're really about empowering each and every individual to just embrace their body so like do you do that consciously is that something like you do make a real decision to really work towards empowering women Mm -hmm. and helping them accept their body shape does it come naturally or how did that all come about yeah oh definitely so I again because of what I've been through I it makes it quite easy for me um to be able to you know give women advice and be able to help them along their journey because yeah the benefits that you can get out of the training and um and feeling good but to me as well, working on yourself, um, you know, you can say you're going to eat well, you're going to exercise, but you do need to find that time, that you time to just relax. Um, you know, I do, I love the benefits of yoga, meditation, um, yeah. being able to have that downtime for you is so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these little components to help you along your um, journey and, and finding that nice balance. Because um, otherwise, yeah, again, like with me working the three jobs, if I did the three jobs and didn't work on myself um you know for me weight training is that time for me to zone out and push through a training session that's me time um so it's very important to have that as well oh I can imagine I have to ask though backstage a bikini Mm -hmm. competition (laughs) oh god it's it's obviously competitive (laughs) is it positive or negative competitiveness or is it a mixture of both 
Yeah, so the way that you feel before going on a stage, um, I remember my first time I was literally shaking in my heels. You know, I did a, a 15-week prep. Um, I, You know, you do all your posing. There's all that posing that people don't realise right. that you've got to do in heels. And I'm a tall girl. I don't usually wear high heels. How tall so. are you, Miranda? <laughs> you I'm know? six foot. Six um, foot. Okay. Yeah, just, yep. yeah, six foot one, I think. Six I haven't actually one. measured myself, but people say I think I'm about six foot. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Um, um, yes, yeah, so certainly a lot taller than me. And... Anyway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm a lot taller than a lot of people. <laughs> so you, you you've got heels. So it's the whole mm-hmm. big, the whole oh, big production, like fake yeah. tan, high heels. Yeah, eyelashes on. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, the whole it's very expensive too. People don't realize how much money goes into this. So it yeah. does because you know how much effort's in it. You do want to, um, you know, give it a hundred percent. And when you do get on stage, it's all of your hard work is paid off. Um, mm-hmm. I loved it. My, Did I, I was right. quite nervous about the other women around me because you do, you know, in that situation just before stage, you do what they call as a little pump up. So you'll have like yeah. little hand weights, and you're looking at these other girls, and you know they. You, you you do start to compare yourself and then you've really got to bring yourself back and look back at your journey. So my first time on stage was I really wanted to see if I was able to do it. Um, yep. I even knowing myself, I didn't look like the other girls there, mm-hmm. but I knew that I just wanted to, that was my starting point. Yep. Um, and I thought just go up there and see if you enjoy it. Yeah. And that's when I got up there and I remember just before stepping on stage, I, I thought to myself, like, I just had to sort of get into Beyonce mode, like just get up there <laughs> and you just had to strut it. Up. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, starting from that and then my next competition, it's okay. Now I'm just going to – I loved that and then I'm just going to improve on my prep and, um, and yep. you know, learnt so much from that first competition too. So you actually found it empowering. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I've seen so many women have negative effects from it too. And I've yeah. had even um, old bikini um, competitors that might have got a first place and looked really lean on stage contact mm-hmm. me and going, how are you still competing? Like, how are you still um, passionate about it? Like, I, you know, fell, fell off the wagon and can you help me? Mm-hmm. So it's amazing to be able to see the other women, um, you know, being able to like for them, they see me eating more and yeah. toning down, um, whereas they had to cut calories and not eat as much. Um, so they had a big rebound effect. So I've sort of yeah, because that's really not healthy, is it? it? No, no, mm. and that's the thing. There is those. Um, you can either go for a prep in a very healthy way. Um, you know, some women lose their period on stage, and it's horrible. Um, yeah. My coach, so I've got my own tro- um, own coach in Melbourne, Trish, and right. she's got this ripped six pack. She's been doing metabolic precision for a long time but she's never lost her period and she bounces straight off stage feeling amazing and yeah. you know other women they can faint they can have a horrible time and they'll never want to compete again so it's definitely um you know industry that can be positive and, and negative um, yeah. on a lot of women yeah and so that's good that you've got a real um a genuine sort of understanding about it because you know mm. like I've certainly thought in the past oh my goodness you know do we really need beauty competitions of this that and the other but, <laughs> yeah. but that, that's just yeah. another form of judgment you know as I've learned mm-hmm. that we really need to be respectful of of who chooses to do whatever and if somebody is standing up there and saying, I am proud of what I've achieved and this is me, mm-hmm. you know, 
you go, girl. This was my goal and yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah. You want to shout that from the rooftops? I think that's yeah, fantastic. And, so and that's we've... the thing. Everyone's got so many different goals and some people might see my photos on Instagram or Facebook and go, oh, she she went on stage in a bikini modelling. Oh, I could never do that, um, yeah. you know. But yeah. then when people talk to me and if they're, you know, they do want to tone down, I said, you don't have to do a bikini competition. Like that's just what I wanted to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Your goal was... might be to just rock a bikini on a holiday in Hawaii or it can be anything everyone's got so many different um different goals out there so so true so true now one thing that you mentioned earlier that um you know I'm very very anti-bullying it really breaks my heart with bullying stories Mm. Um, obviously bully can be absolutely soul destroying um Mm -hmm. For anybody who is listening to this, who is experiencing bullying, what advice would you give them, Miranda? Oh, geez. Yeah, the bullying back in my time, it it was quite horrible. And to me, it's being able to reflect on yourself and um, to really go back to your passions and who you are as a person and not listen to the noise a lot of the time and what I've learned over time is the people that are bullying are just very, very unhappy with themselves. So to mm. remember that and know that, yeah, they're probably jealous of you too. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it, it's very important to speak out about it as well. I thought um, back in the day that not telling anyone and really keeping it inside only harmed to me a lot more than actually even telling my mum or even if you're you know you might be too scared to tell someone that there is always someone out there that's willing to listen to you whether it's a friend um or you know even a phone line yeah Yeah. a phone line yes definitely but but Um, I even spoke to my naturopath yeah Jeff there's so many people that will listen to you and you're not alone that's the biggest thing so many people are going through it um hopefully it is getting better with um I know there's a lot more talk about bullying these days and in school um you know social media it's just horrible um seeing it on the news and things like that so so yeah yeah, keeping that conversation happening Mm. and seeking help um and and if you see bullying call it out yes um yeah you know uh, and and protect other people as well um, now, I'm, mm-hmm. I am conscious of time, but I did want you to touch on again, you said that to help you switch off some of the things that you do for your own mental health, meditation, yoga, what else do you do? Mm-hmm. What else do you find with your busyness and now the responsibilities of being both an employer and an employee? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to, to look after your mental health on top of your diet and exercise? Yeah. So, so doing what I love in my spare time. So, um, mm-hmm. even when they say, you know, when you said earlier, my work at the stables. So yep. that actually to me is a little bit of downtime because it's fresh air. For me, if I'm, I'm such an outdoorsy girl. So if I'm stuck inside, um, I can go quite crazy. So just being out in fresh air and just being around the animals and, um, you know, feeling the breeze on my face to me, that's just something that just helps to, um, refill my batteries. Um, mm-hmm. even going for a walk, just being outside for me is just what really, um, just gets me going again and having that time for, for myself. Um, yep. the yoga and all that does help. 
Um, but just doing what I enjoy, just even hanging out with my dogs, um, you know, yeah. just having a coffee with my mum. That sort of is the time that I appreciate a lot more, you know, in my busy lifestyle is getting that downtime and, and just really tuning your brain off and not thinking about work all the time. Mm. And being mindful because there's nothing yes. more mindful than being with an animal because yes. animals are <laughs> just naturally mindful. They're not thinking yes. about anything. That's it. They'll put a smile on your right face no, yes. matter where, yeah, no matter what your day's been like. If you go home and your dogs are jumping on you and licking your face, it's, it's really a good way to perk your meat up for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we've already established that you've got no regrets. What about um, what would you say is your biggest life realisation? Ooh, my biggest life realization. Because mm. oh, it seems gosh. like you've had a few insights into life, certainly following your passion and, you know, just going for it seems to be coming through loud and clear. Yeah, that's it. There's so many to think about, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah, that life's too short. Um, yep. Yeah. And I feel like I've done so much, um, you know, at my age, but. The thing is, I always, you know, if there's something delayed and there's something that you really want to do and you keep delaying it, delaying it, I think I always think, oh, you know, like I have heard so many stories and, um, you know, with some friends and thinking of their sudden passing, um, that yeah. it really is just to go for it and give it a shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's like, I love the biggest that. thing that. Nice and simple, yeah. isn't it? Give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, just give it a go. <laughs> yeah, I think that is fantastic. So what to, um, where to next? What's next? Oh, what's next? So my, I'm planning to be um, back on stage again next year. Um, yep. So I'm taking a lot of my girls up to Melbourne at the end of the year as well for the Metabolic Precision Gala Night, which is just going to be amazing, just being yeah. able to show off their hard work and do a little yep. road trip up there. So there's lots of little things to look forward to. We've got a big photo shoot at the studio at um, about 10 weeks time as well that we're all working towards and um, again just nice. to make make it fun and just to um, you know put on the bikinis if they've never done it before and just you know <laughs> shine with their confidence so that will be fantastic to, to see them with that and help them along with the shoot. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are petrified but again they just are wanting to step outside of their comfort zones with with the girls and being in that supportive environment yeah um yeah it's going to be a great opportunity for them so and with me it's just yeah working along um you know to continue to build up the studio and my online programs as well which I'm, I love working online and mm. hopefully you know get to travel again I do love my um my travels and things like that so so important yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah travel yeah you got to travel the world while or, you can <laughs> or, or your own backyard wherever but yes just get out of your comfort zone for a little while get out yeah and listen, yeah. you, you, you've just mentioned your program and things. Um, if anyone is interested, the details will be in the podcast notes. So if you want to make contact with Miranda, you can check out all the deets on the podcast <laughs> notes for, um, for sure. Um, I'm sure there'll be people that are interested in following your progress even and, yeah. and seeing what's happening. Yes. But oh, be I'm, great. I'm well aware of what you have done today and um, you have been going since very early and <laughs> I'm going to let you go. But I genuinely cannot wait to see what is next, um, to watch you consolidate everything you're doing and, um, you know, I look forward to seeing this smile. And, and when you see Miranda's face, for those of you who are listening on the, the podcast cover, to think that... This lady is a personal trainer with this massive 
you know, kilowatt smile. Trust me, <laughs> she can make you work. And, um, <laughs> she, she knows how to get the best out of um, individuals, but she always does it with a big smile and this really happy persona, <laughs> which um, makes it much, much easier. But Miranda, yeah, everyone loves me yeah. after their training session, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> just but, maybe not during. <laughs> no, it's been great. But but I really wanted to thank you very much for your honesty and um, your openness oh, in chatting to me today. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, and, no, um, thank you so much for having me. It's oh, been um, yeah, fa- fantastic to talk to you and, you know, hopefully you learn a little bit more about me and yes. you and your journey, Sarah. Can't wait to see how you go and, and it's just great watching yeah. you grow as well uh, through your progress and everything. It, it's really nice to be able to have those conversations. But I really did want to thank you once again and I'm sure that we will touch base on the podcast um, in the future so people can see how all my guests are oh, going. That would be great. Definitely. Thank you, thank you so much. Very much, Miranda. You are <laughs> so welcome. <laughs>